In a moment, we are going to be talking with Scott Fishbach, the Executive Director of Minnesota Citizens Concerned for Life. Uh, we're going to be uh, hearing about what's on the horizon for the pro-life movement in the state and uh, just uh, get an experience of, of Scott's experience. Scott, thank you for being with us this morning. How are you today? Very good. Thank you for having me. I wonder if you could just uh, share a little bit more about yourself, about uh, uh, who you are and the work that you do, please. Well, and I, as you mentioned, I am Scott Fishbach, and I serve as the Executive Director of Minnesota Citizens Concerned for Life. I've been in that role now um, since actually 2001, so we're, we're, we're coming up on 20 years. Um, I'm from Painesville, Minnesota, born and raised. Our, our, our parish out there is St. Louis Catholic Church, and uh, it's the same parish that I attend now that I was baptized at. Um, and uh, both my wife and I have been very active in the pro-life movement, really, since we were, were very young, um, and uh, on the local level as well as the, the national level and the state level. Um, in my role as executive director of MCCL, we really focus on the issues of abortion, infanticide, and euthanasia, and then work in the areas of, of uh, education as well as on legislation, trying to, to change the law. It's the, the law that gave us abortion on demand, and, and that's the law that we've got to get changed. So we work very diligently on that and, and work with a, a, a whole you know, myriad of different folks that, that care very deeply about uh, the unborn, the elderly, and, and all people that are, that are vulnerable, not only in Minnesota, but also across the country and uh, globally as well. This is an issue. The issue of abortion is, is not only an issue here in, in Minnesota, but it's also uh, you know, a national issue and an international issue. The struggle, Absolutely. The struggle that we have here in, in Minnesota is, is being replicated in, in countries all over the place. Uh, just this last weekend, there were huge demonstrations in Northern Ireland where mm-hmm. they're trying to, to, to hold their pro-life law there. So um, it's a big issue, and, and we enjoy working on it. Well, Scott, it's great to have you on today. And I know, like, we don't always hear about it in, in Minnesota, like states like Minnesota, but pro-lifers have had a big win over the past year. Can you tell us about that? We, we really have. Um, you know, every year the Minnesota Department of Health puts out the annual abortion statistics. They put out the abortion report. It's called the uh, Report to the Legislature on the Status of Abortion in Minnesota. And it's our best indicator as to what's actually happening in the abortion centers in Minnesota. And those numbers um, that we have go back all the way to the legalization of abortion. Mm -hmm. And uh, back in the uh, 1980s, we were up around almost 20,000 abortions a year. Um, Last year, we were down to Mm -hmm. 9,910. Now, you know, that's still way, of course, too many. Um, We'd love to bring it down to zero, um, but it's been a huge decline, and um, even just in the last year, there's been another 2% decline, and, and that, we feel really, you know, folks are moving in, in the right direction. Um, one of the things that we're most excited about is young people. Um, they track in the abortion report the number of, of uh, women, uh, their ages, so we know uh, what the average age of a, a woman that is actually having an abortion in Minnesota. And on the ages, for those that are minors, um, it was only 2% of, of all the abortions that are, mm. that are performed. Um, as I said, back in the 80s when the numbers were much higher, we had almost 3,000 teen abortions wow. uh, in the state. 
last year we had under 300. Hmm. Hmm. So that's a, that's a huge decrease there. Um, young people, from what we're seeing and, and what we're hearing, are uh, much smarter. They're much more pro-life. Many of them uh, have seen their own ultrasounds from, from when they were kids, yeah. um, when they were babies. And um, they're, rejecting, they're rejecting abortion. And, you know, the, 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 we kind of feel like the law hasn't caught up with the culture because mm-hmm. the culture is turning away from abortion, yep. especially amongst the young people. And now the laws need to, to catch up to where the culture is. Um, so, Scott, we know that, um, you know, there's still a push for abortion, especially through Planned Parenthood. Um, so what does, it, what does it mean for you, despite that, uh, to see the drop in abortions continue to happen? Yeah, it, it is exciting. Um, you know, all of the, we, here in Minnesota, we've got maybe, well, it's between five and seven major abortion uh, centers mm-hmm. that, we, that we have. But the vast majority are all done at Planned Parenthood. They do the vast majority of them now. Um, and it's all done, frankly, at, at one clinic in, in uh, St. Paul. Um, you know, Planned Parenthood continues to be the main uh, pusher down at the legislature, um, the main uh, you know, folks that are receiving money from tax dollars for abortion. And they're the ones that are really uh, kind of driving the, the abortion uh, issue uh, in the state of Minnesota, unfortunately, and you know they're they're very well funded. They have a lot of money, and they're really doing a lot uh, to to push abortion, and that is that is a problem. That mm-hmm. is a problem. Um, many years ago, it was part of their business plan to kind of monopolize the abortion business, and they've done that. Um, they've done that here in in uh, Minnesota. So. Uh, you know, there there needs to be more counselors out on the uh, the streets out there that can help women, direct them to the care centers that are available. Um, we've we've done a lot of different programs working with uh, pregnancy care centers all across the state um, that are a much much better alternative than the uh, the lies that Planned Parenthood are going to tell people. Yeah. Well, I'm Michael Goldsmith. This is Father Will Thompson, and we are talking to Scott Fishbach, and he is. Uh, the director for Minnesota Citizens Concerned for Life here in Minnesota, and he's telling us about what's going on uh, in in this fight uh, to save uh, not just on abortions, but there's other issues that that come up with with uh, you know small children and 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 really pushing uh, the end of life issue and that kind of thing. So it's not all about abortion, but it, abortion is a great a great deal of it. Is that is that correct? Yes. It really is. You know, when, when I started out years ago, we, we talked almost exclusively about abortion, and now it seems like we're talking a lot more about infanticide and, right. of course, euthanasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And say a little bit more about that. You know, it's, you know the, the battleground has really been in the abortion area, but um, say, say more about some of the other uh, battles and controversies that's, that are, are creeping up. Well, one of the things that has really kind of come to the fore just in the last year is the whole issue of infanticide, that, um, you know, the, the, the Born Alive Infant Protection Act basically says, um, it's a piece of legislation that basically says that if the unborn child is born uh, at an abortion center, that you have to do, um, that you have to give them life-preserving care, that you have to take care of them. In fact, through our abortion report, we know that there were three instances last year where the, uh, where the abortion did not work and the unborn child lived. And all three of them did pass away, but all three of them did receive comfort care 
here mm. in in our state. Um, so we know that that happens. We know that those uh, that there are um, little tiny babies that make it through the abortion procedure, and they are at least afforded comfort care yes. here in in our state. The other issue is that end of life issue. Um, and in fact, just today we're going to have a hearing in St. Paul on a bill to legalize assisted suicide mm-hmm. here in Minnesota. And it's an issue that is really getting a lot of traction around the country. There are about 10 different states now that have legalized assisted suicide, um, including the District of Columbia. And what they're trying to do is basically to say that if somebody is given a diagnosis of six months to live or less uh, without any treatment, that they could then go ahead and get a prescription um, to ingest a, a bottle of pills that would end their life. Ugh. And, you know, we've seen this in... Belgium, we've seen it in the Netherlands, we've seen it uh, in, in our own country, in Oregon and Washington, where it really pushes people towards ending their lives. And, and there's a lot of incentives to, uh, to do that, especially when it comes to uh, dollars. You know, it, it's a, it's a great uh, cost-saving push for, for people to do that. And that's so that a, is actually, that's oh, a hearing... That's a hearing that's going to happen today. Um, that will happen this afternoon, and, and we'll be down there working with a whole coalition of, of individuals um, trying to prevent that and trying to stop that. We yeah. don't expect any votes today, but it's an issue that's going to keep on coming back up, and we're going to have to fight that more and more as our population grays and becomes older and older. Right. There are going to be more people that are going to need care, and uh, that care is expensive. Yep. And that's just the, we're at the beginning of the baby boomer, you know, and people, you know, really getting into the to the end of life care and, and where that it's a big like you said, it's a big issue and it comes into, uh, you know, cost, you know, and that it, it ties into a lot of industries, especially insurance and that, you know, and it's like, you know, how do we fight this? And people aren't looking at it in a moral going back to what we were talking, Father, with virtue. And, you know, where does that come into? So, Scott, we're. Uh, for our listeners right now, you know, when you have these wins and this, these victories coming up, well, it, it brings up other battles, does it not? And how do you, how do you keep an eye on that? It does. You know, we, we have so many issues that we face now. Um, it seems like, as I mentioned earlier, years ago, it was, was pretty much just the abortion issue. But there's so many threats to human life right now on so many different levels that we just need to stay tuned in. Um, you know, at our website at mccl.org, we have lots of information about all of these issues. And trying just to make sure that you can, can keep up to date, keep in tune with, with the radio and the issues you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, stay up to date with, uh, with the websites and that type of thing. Facebook is also another good place to, to get some pro-life information because there are so many issues that we face. Uh, abortion, infanticide, and euthanasia is really just the tip of the iceberg for all of the threats against human life that we face right now. Um, but these are the issues that are important. You know, these, yeah. these are the issues that matter really the most, is, is we're called um, to, to life, we're called to have life abundantly, and, um, you know, the, the issues of abortion and infanticide and euthanasia certainly are directly in, in opposition to that. I know you can go in uh, to, to your Facebook or into your website, and I know you, can, you guys send out uh, emails and stuff for people to stay informed. Is that correct? Absolutely, yes. You can just go to the mccl.org website and sign up there to receive some of our updates. 
um, and we'll make sure that we, we get those out to you. We try yeah. not to overdo it, right. um, but, we, but we do share when, when uh, important things are coming up, or like a legislative hearing or a bill before Congress where you should be in touch with your elected officials just to make sure that they know that you respect life. Yeah, you know, one of the things I was thinking of as you're talking about the, um, you know, the, the euthanasia, the, the assisted, assisted suicide bill, um, you know, that, that as they prescribe those pills, uh, you know, there's no guarantee that the, the person is actually going to use them. You know, and in fact, that's one of the things that uh, the proponents say is, you know, not everybody actually does this. But then those pills that are meant to kill a person. Stay, you know, stay right there in in, in their in their uh, medicine cabinets, and you know, there's we we hear so much about uh, sometimes that medi- medication being stolen and used on uh, accidentally. In our last few seconds, Scott, any anything else that you would like to add? Just to keep the faith, you know, we're making progress. This has been a hard struggle, but we've got to keep it up, keep engaged, keep moving in, in the right direction. Uh, the seems like the life issues are kind of front and center on the news today. Use that as an opportunity to start a conversation and share your pro-life views and values with your friends and and bring new converts to the cause. Amen. Thanks, Scott. We'll be right right back. Thank you.